Every NFL season, about four or five weeks in, mediocre sports commentators such as Tristan and I begin rolling out power rankings where we talk about which teams we think are best and worst. Naturally, the NFL teams care greatly about these lists, so we are in a hurry to get this one out before next Sunday's games. But this is the Thick Man Inc. Wink 4 totally non-subjective power rankings for the 2020 football season. And I'll be starting things off with an honorable mention. The Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are one of the best built teams in the NFL, but Lamar Jackson does not look as good as he did last year. Frankly, he doesn't look close. This is most likely due to teams having a little bit more film of him than in previous years and gearing up more heavily to stop him. Despite Hollywood Brown putting on muscle and healing an ankle injury, he still does not look like a true number one receiver. Will he and the Ravens get better as the season progresses? Absolutely. But right now, they're my honorable mention and sixth best team in the NFL. Just because the Ravens lose to one team in the Chiefs who are the reigning Super Bowl champions, Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes has looked just as good as ever. I think they need to be a little bit higher up on the list. I have them a little bit higher. As my honorable mention, I have the Patriots. And if Cam Newton didn't have COVID, they could very well be 3-1 and one right now with a win over the Chiefs. He has been an excellent signing for the Patriots. He may even be their franchise quarterback and get an extension this offseason. I think the Patriots are poised to have another playoff run. They are the second best team in their division right now. Only 2-2. Two and two. That's why I only have them at 6 currently and is my honorable mention. Well, I can get having the Patriots there. You're wrong, and I'll talk about that later. But now, getting into the meat of our list, at number 5, I have the Green Bay Packers, the team hailing from Wisconsin. The Packers' offense has looked like the best scoring unit in the league so far this year. Aaron Rodgers looks otherworldly and is proving everyone wrong and showing that he is the furthest thing from washed. This team will go as far as he can lead them. Because frankly, I think their defense is suspect. You can look at all the ratings and the per game averages and make your own assumptions off that. But if you watch the games, the Packers defense just is missing a playmaker. They're missing a guy. And I think every Super Bowl or high caliber defense needs one of those. The Packers don't have a leader in that group and I think it will bite them later in the year. But until then, this Packers team shows no signs of slowing down. Paired that playing in a relatively weak NFC North with the collapse of the Vikings, I think the Packers have a real shot at a first round buy in the NFC. I think think it's insane to say the Packers are only the fifth best team in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers is looking like his typical MVP, one of the most talented quarterbacks to ever set foot on a football field ever. They have been balling out even with Devontae Adams and Lazard, however the hell you say his name gone. He put up insane numbers, put up a bunch of points. I think they have one of the biggest wins out of all these top teams here besides the Chiefs beating the Ravens with their win over the Saints. So I have them slightly higher on my list. And coming in at number five for me, I have the Buffalo Bills at four and oh. And before Isaiah jumps down my throat, let me explain myself. I was 100% wrong about Josh Allen being a complete bust, being someone who couldn't throw the football accurately as were a lot of other people, and he has become a prolific passer. And watching what he can do is similar to watching Mahomes and what he was able to do over the past two years. That being said, the 4 Bills have faced teams with a combined record of 6-10. and 10. Three of those wins come from the Rams' 3-1 and one record, and the Rams almost came back from an incredible deficit to beat the Bills. 
I think they are a really good team, and they are a team that is extremely capable of making a Super Bowl push behind the addition of Stephon Diggs, which has also helped transform their offense. It'll be really interesting to see how they fare against the Chiefs and Patriots and Titans over the next four weeks, three opponents that should that are going to be the biggest challenges this year. Real quick, who did led the game-winning drive in that Rams-Bills game? Leading his team down the field to score as time was running out. I literally just said Josh Allen. Oh, so Josh Allen. So they didn't blow the lead. Okay, if you want to talk about weak schedules, the Packers, the team you just praised, have played the Saints, who look off, the Falcons, who are terrible, the Lions, who are terrible, and the Vikings, who don't have a secondary. So I don't think you want to be talking about weak schedules if you're going to praise the Packers. My number four team is the Kansas City Chiefs. And am I the only person thoroughly unimpressed with this team so far this year? Patrick Mahomes barely outdueled Justin Herbert, a QB who everyone thought was going to be a bust, and they lucked into a win against the New England Patriots. Make no mistake, if Cam Newton is playing against the Kansas City Chiefs last week, the Chiefs would have lost. Cam Newton's not throwing three interceptions. Cam Newton's not going to have only 190 passing yards. Do I think the Chiefs are going to figure it out and get better later in the year like I said about the Ravens? Of course. They're the Kansas City Chiefs. They've got Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and a team full of talent. But, in my opinion, the Chiefs have at least one loss in their schedule and have looked thoroughly unimpressive for a Super Bowl defending team despite being 4-0. Well, Isaiah is back on his BS. You can't put the Chiefs reigning champs not at anything other than number one, which I'll get to why they should be number one later. Well, yes, I can because I just did. Yeah, but you can't put them that far back on the list when they've won every game, they beat the Ravens, one of the best teams in the NFL, and you never feel like they aren't capable of winning the game when they're down. they You always feel like they have a chance. And to the Justin Herbert point, that defense, which has shown to be one of the better defenses in the league through four weeks, when you game plan for a quarterback that isn't Justin Herbert, you're going to maybe struggle a little bit. It was their second game of this, the Chiefs' second game of the season, Herbert's first game as a starting quarterback, and it's hard to game plan for someone you've never seen before, and he wasn't starting 20 minutes before the game started. So I think that explains a lot what happened there, especially from a defensive perspective. Now, I know their offense struggled a little bit too, but when they're losing late in games, you still feel like they can win. And what comes down to my number four team, a team Isaiah is slandering, the Ravens are still one of the best teams in the NFL. Even if they can't beat the Chiefs, they're beating everyone else. Lamar Jackson is 21-1 in the regular season, which I'm sure, and you've seen that stat thrown around all around sports media, whether it's on Fox, ESPN. They just can't beat the team that has Patrick Mahomes and a team that is coached by Andy Reid. The Ravens are incredible against the rest of the league. They have the fourth-ranked scoring defense, seventh-ranked scoring offense. Very few teams are going to beat this year, them this year. I feel bad that Lamar has to go through Mahomes in order to make it the Super Bowl, but it is what it is. If their matchup with the Chiefs happened later in the year and they're 4-0 at this point because I think they're that good I'd probably even have them have them ranked higher on the list through four weeks here's the thing they've played the Cleveland Browns who first game with a new coach new system they were always going to blow them out destroy them in week one they played the Texans who fired Bill O'Brien a team which is 4-0 and it's holding a revolt the one team of note they've played the Chiefs won convincingly don't think because the score was 34-20 it wasn't a complete blowout the Chiefs were always in control of that game 
game, they're way better than the Ravens. And I don't think that highly of the Ravens. And the Washington football team, where if we're being honest, Lamar Jackson, beside from one flashy run, looked kind of uninspiring. Sure, you can say what you want about their defense. The football team has a decent defense, but I just can't get behind the Ravens yet in the season. Lamar Jackson needs to show me that he's capable of being the MVP again. But right now, I'm seeing playoff Lamar, and I don't want to see playoff Lamar. He basically only loses to the Chiefs, so that's why I know they haven't played that Titans. many great opponents. He has lost they, to the Titans. In the regular se- was that in the regular season they lost to the Titans? No, it was the playoffs. Well, that was also his regular season record. Obviously, he has more than one loss in the playoffs. I just can't get behind the uh, Ravens yet. They're the, a supremely talented team. Almost as talented as the Chiefs, but like the Chiefs, they're just not showing it to me. I could be proven wrong. They could win every single one of their games and finish 15-1. That just doesn't seem likely to me. But at number three... We have the team I talked about a little bit in the last section. The New England Patriots are the best 2-2 two two team ever. Due to COVID-19, Cam Newton missed the game against the Chiefs. Moving forward, I'm making the assumption he's not going to miss any more games. If he does, move him down this list. But this team, in my opinion, has the best defense in the league and an offense that is truly impossible to game plan against. Any given Sunday, the Patriots can call on one of four running backs to get 15 plus carries, each with a unique and different play style, which is hard for teams to plan against. Then, you can have Cam Newton torching you on the ground, bullying your linebackers and cornerbacks with his powerful running. And the next week, he's dinking and dunking, much like Tom Brady, down the field to score from five yards out. This team came one yard away from beating the Seattle Seahawks, the 4-0 Seahawks, on the road. That is a supremely impressive feat for a coach with a new quarterback and a new system. The Patriots are the best coach in the NFL. They have, in my opinion, the best defense in the NFL. And they are going to be just fine in a post-Tom Brady world. The reason I didn't have the Patriots as high up on the list because I don't think they have as much depth as, a, as the rest of the league. And I think it's pretty wild to say they have the best defense in the league because as far as points given up per game, they're more towards the middle of the pack and yards given up per game. They're around They've played eight. the Chiefs and the Seahawks. It's been four games. And there's also the Colts that exist who haven't even given up a 1,000 yards through a four games and have only given up 14 points a game. So as much as I hated on the Colts at the start of the year, and they haven't played the most difficult schedule, but right now they have the best defense. The Patriots defense is really good, but then the, again, Stephon Gilmore is out with COVID right now. Uh, my third-ranked team in the NFL is the Seattle Seahawks at 4-0. The Seahawks offense with Russell Wilson passing the ball, it is not a rushing dominant offense like it has been in years past, last year, and even before that. They are putting up 35.5 points a game. I believe that is second in the NFL, and Russell Wilson has 136.7 quarterback rating, and I really don't think there is any defense that is going to be able to slow him down. I understand that their defense isn't all great, bottom half of the league, but when your offense is led by Russell Wilson, who's on pace to throw 64 touchdowns, you are going to be dominant. The only other competition I think that they have in the NFC right now is the Packers. Obviously, we both greatly respect Russell Wilson, and you mentioned the Packers. I've got them lower on the list because I have a lot of respect for the AFC, and I just think Russell Wilson is better than Aaron Rodgers right now. I don't think that's a shocking opinion for many people. But the Seahawks are a good team. I'm not going to disagree with too many of the points you had. I've got them one spot higher as my number two, and I'm going to talk about that right now, but that's not a terrible pick, Tristan. You surprised me on this one. But the Seattle Seahawks have finally given up. Carroll has stepped away from the run and given the keys of the offense to Russell Wilson and it's been working out 
Russ has been cooking. Wilson has put together an early MVP case and is miles ahead of everyone else in terms of projections to win the award, while leading his Seahawks to a 4-0 record. But, and much like I mentioned with the Packers earlier in this video, this team's defense is a liability. They're very solid against the run, as you expect from a team which adds the best box safety in football in Jamal Adams in the offseason, but they've given up the most passing yards of any team in the league. Quarterbacks are averaging more than 400 yards a game against them. I think Russell Wilson can outduel any of the teams I've mentioned already on this list in their defense. I think he could go into Arrowhead, go into Lambeau Field, and beat Rodgers and beat Mahomes. He's been that good this year. But the Seahawks will eventually play a team with the defense that can slow them down. And when they do, they're going to get aerated. I mean, we both agree as in general about the Seahawks talent level, as you also mentioned. And at number two, I have the Packers at 4-0. Isaiah isn't as high on them. And I severely underrated this team entering the season. Aaron Rodgers, as I mentioned, wasn't looking like his typical self. But he, I think, is the best quarterback I've ever seen when it comes to elevating no-name players. Just last week, his leading receivers are Jamal Williams, his backup running back, and undrafted rookie in 2017, Robert Tonian Jr. They also only beat the Saints by seven, but won in what I felt was a pretty compelling fashion. They took the lead in the third quarter, never looked back, and I didn't really feel while watching that game that once the Packers took the lead, the Saints really had a chance at winning. Well, yes, they're missing their best player in Michael Thomas. That is true. I think the Packers are down the stretch, are definitely going to finish with 13 and one wins. Weak division in general. I think a pretty weak schedule. Right now, they're my number two overall team. I can't let you just put them at number two without mentioning the quality of opponents they've played. I already talked about this, but they played the Lions, who are terrible. They played the Minnesota Vikings, who are terrible and don't have a secondary. They've played the Saints without Michael Thomas, their best player. And they played the Atlanta Falcons, a team that is imploding and desperately needs to overhaul and flip and burn everything they've put together the past few years. They do not have a truly impressive win, in my opinion. If Thomas was playing and they beat the Saints, I'd give them a lot more credit. They'd be higher on the list for me. But they just aren't and just wasn't. So, my number one team and loyal viewers of the show probably saw this coming. But let's talk about Josh Allen for a second. While Russell Wilson has been putting together an impressive MVP campaign, Allen has been orchestrating one of his own. He's got more passing yards than Wilson. He's got one less total touchdown and one less interception. And the Bills, like the Seahawks, are 4-0. If you think Wilson is having a better season, that is a perfectly valid wrong opinion. Here's the difference. Stepping away from the quarterback position, the Bills have without doubt a better defense. They don't get air raid. They don't give up 400 passing yards a game. They've got better skill players. Jim Brown, Stephon Diggs, and Devin Singletary are better than anything the Seahawks can put out there. And, in my opinion, they've got a better coach. Sean McDermott knows how to capitalize on Allen's strengths and mask his very few weaknesses. On top of all that, Allen is the only quarterback in the NFL that I have seen is willing to lateral the football. A quarterback who is willing to lateral the football any given play is a dangerous threat that you cannot play against, or game plan against. Here's how I see a game against the Seahawks and Bills going, just for the sake of conversation. The score, 37-34. to 34. Bills ball at their 32-yard line. 
Allen breaks away from the collapsing pocket. Jamal Adams rushes him. He spins out of the tackle. Allen takes off. He creates separation. He's in the open field. The defense is playing the pass. Stefan Diggs comes looping back. And as three defenders close in on Allen, he turns to his side and launches the football 20 yards sideways into the waiting arms of Stefan Diggs. Diggs scorches down the field. Touchdown. Bills win. And Josh Allen is crowned the league MVP. We will get to see that as the Bills do, in fact, play the Seahawks this year. And I cannot I wait think, for that matchup. And I will say I one think, thing that I'll give them, like, to Tristan. <laughs> the Bills are on the precipice of being screwed. Their current schedule is to play the Tennessee Titans on Tuesday night due to COVID. And then have to go play the Kansas City Chiefs on Thursday night. They will be playing two football games in three days. That's ridiculous. That cannot happen. The NFL needs to do something about that. But that is completely unfair for the Bills. If the Bills lose to the Chiefs because of that, it does not count as a loss in my opinion. Well, I mean, I disagree with Isaiah when it comes to the Bills. Their defense hasn't been all that great. I know you said it's so much better, apparently. But they've given up It's so much better than the Seahawks. But That's I mean, not a base. Yes. My number one overall team, the Chiefs, I spoke on it earlier. I don't think you can put the Chiefs anywhere else than number one until they lose to someone or until Patrick Mahomes fails to be clutch late in games. You always feel like they have a shot to win. They have the second-ranked scoring defense who also has the fourth-most interceptions, sixth-most takeaways, seventh-most sacks. And when you pair a defense that is actually one of the better ones in the NFL— Top 10 through four games with Patrick Mahomes and a prolific offense, they are going to land at number one on the list. Their game against the Bills coming up should be extremely exciting and extremely telling. I know with the way the schedule is currently that the Bills will be playing on a short week, so that may hinder that game. It may They'd be playing it. on one day. They'd have Wednesday off and they'd play again. It may dampen the result, but somehow I feel like they can't let that happen. So I don't know how accurate that information is. I'm sorry for not fact-checking Isaiah. I have the Chiefs at number one. Look, if you want to put the Chiefs at number one, and I'll close with this, I can respect that. They're the reigning Super Bowl champions. They're undefeated. I have some questions. Patrick Holmes may have some answers. We'll have to wait and see. That has been our video. Let us know what you think down in the comment section down below. Tell us if you think the Bills can overcome a one-day-off break between football games. And let us know if you think the Patriots should be 4-0. We'll see you later.